Hello and welcome to the very first Maco podcast, MacConnect. My name is Mark Enderby and I will be your host. This is episode one of MacConnect, Adaptability. Thank you for taking the time to listen. A little bit of information and background for those that don't know me. I am the marketing manager for Maco UK. I've been with Maco and in the fenestration industry now for nearly three years. I'm usually based at our UK head office in Sittingbourne, Kent which is home to the Maco UK warehouse, dedicated and purpose indicative built test center, as well as our training lecture theater and office space. For now, of course, as I'm sure you could all imagine, I'm based at home, which for me is a small village on the East Kent coast called Birchington, not far from the more known Margate. For this first episode of Maconnect, we wanted to cover the topic of adaptability. To do so, we're going to share an insight into how in the current situation, We've had to be adaptable to ensure we can support our partners, but also how over the last 30 plus years, how we Maco have had to adapt our products and services to suit the needs and demands of the changing landscape. We would also be sharing some of the practices we are and will be putting in place for the short term to always ensure that we can continue to communicate with you, as well as how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected, or even if it has affected, Maco manufacturing and the supply here in the UK. Joining me today on MacConnect to explore this topic further is the Maco UK Managing Director, Kevin Whiting. Kevin, did you want to do a little introduction? Hi, yeah, thanks, Mark. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, as introduced, my name is uh, Kevin Whiting. I am the Managing Director of Maco UK. Uh, I have been at Maco for 11 years now, uh, enjoying nine of those years as, uh, as the MD. Usually, as well as Mark, I'm based in the UK head office down in Sittingbourne, um, but obviously, like the majority of our team at the moment, uh, I'm currently working from home office. Hi, Kevin. I, I know from being within Maco, you're you're pretty busy at the moment, making sure we can all adapt to this strange time we all find ourselves in. So thank you for taking the time to share some insight, which I think our partners and potentially the wider industry is going to find really interesting and useful. Uh, thanks, Mark. It's a pleasure. Um, I think it's really important at this time just to, to try and be as transparent as possible. You know, our partners need to plan their operations, knowing that uh, the, the, the supply chain is there to support them when they're ready. Uh, you know, we collectively as a fenestration industry need to support each other to ensure that the, uh, the industry as a whole can get back to its feet as quickly and as safely as possible. Yeah, I agree. And I think for the majority, it's been really positive to see different parts of the industry sharing, discussing and being more open than ever before, potentially, to support that very notion. In terms of how Maco has had to adapt during this time to ensure that we can continue to be there to support our partners, could you share a little more on how we, Maco, both here in the UK and at group level have had to adapt to what is a, a pretty quick pace yeah sure i mean you know adapting in business is is really important and the ability to do that quickly and in an effective way is is obviously vital maco uk uh, you know alone in the course of the last 30 odd years that we have physically been in the uk 
have adapted massively from a very small warehouse beginning to our uh, fully integrated state-of-the-art facility that we have today, uh, you know, including fully automated warehousing, testing, uh, spacious open plan office space. The COVID-19 pandemic, of course, is another challenge that, uh, that obviously no one has seen before. But immediately we wanted to, to look at ways that we could protect the safety and the well-being of our team um, while still supporting our partners and strictly following the guidelines uh, from the UK government. Fortunately, our building uh, plays a, a large part in this. Um, during the very early stages of the pandemic, uh, prior to the government announcements on the 23rd of March, um, uh, drawing from our, our own experience in other MACO um, facilities in other countries, we were able to completely segregate our warehouse and our office staff teams. Very quickly, we were able to move to home working. We, uh, you know, we already had procedures in place for, for simple things like snow days. Um, okay, was originally intended only for a day or two, but you know, these really tested the home working procedures and the team have all done really well in, um, in, in moving and ensuring that our partners still have uh, contact points right the way across the business, whether it be the technical team, the customer service team or sales or marketing. The warehouse, meanwhile, we, you know, we, we, we split the shifts, uh, making sure that we segregated the two teams, putting social distancing measures in place. And we've had them in place for, for um, you know, the best part of two months now. Um, the warehouse is itself largely automated, which has made the social distancing measures a little bit easier to for our facility. Um, you know, I have to say, I've always been really proud of the MACO team, but these recent months have, have truly been amazing. All of our staff have been extremely supportive and worked together to ensure that we all adapt to the, the, the current circumstances all of the time. Definitely. And I think, you know, from an employee's perspective, sitting, sitting here as your employee, it's been really positive to see how, as an organisation, everyone has really pulled together during a challenging time. And looking at the wider industry, that seems to be the case all round. And I think that is such a positive notion and the openness to adapt during this time and for the foreseeable future. That is what will see the fenestration industry come out of this and really grow again, as it has done many times during certain aspects of recessions, etc. We've touched on a fair bit already now on us here in the UK. And we've been pretty vocal across social media platforms and our activity. How about production? Um, I know you are in constant contact with, with group and the production teams in Austria. Would you be able to share some insight into how at that level Maco has adapted and what that potentially means for our partners? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Mark. I mean, uh, as, as many people will know, but but maybe not everybody, um, more than 95% of, of all of uh, MACO hardware is manufactured by us in our own factories in Europe, predominantly in Austria, um, where the main headquarters um, facility is. That brings many advantages to our partners and, and probably now more so than ever. Um, Austria as reported in the news, has received some very good press um, on, on how they dealt with the pandemic. So without getting too political, 
what it's meant is that with the revised health and safety procedures and social distancing measures that were put in place um, again very early in the uh, in the pandemic um, coming uh, coming to, towards us the production of maco hardware and the delivery of that hardware to us here in the uk has been largely unaffected so far and has continued during this time so this this very tough period has been about preparation for whatever comes next being ready to meet the customer needs at any point in the back to work process we've been able to uh, keep in touch with customers check that they're okay first get a flavor of of what they're up to and when the wheels may start turning again. We know that the the, the global outlook looks a little uncertain for the short term, but I I do believe we will all get through this. And, you know, we want to make sure that we are in the best position to supply and, and help our partners when they need us and make sure that they get through it alongside us. Definitely. That is really, really important. And from a macro perspective, that's been really positive, is that throughout this, this whole uncertainty and pandemic, that when people have needed us, if they had needed us, we would have had the hardware ready, ready to be able to deliver them. And I think that's been really impressive. Now, we've gone through the last few weeks, which have been turbulent to say the least, and how we've adapted to those turbulences. Can we now look at and maybe discuss the plans for the near future? As the industry does reopen, we've seen a lot of activity even this week. What have we, as in MACO, been doing to make sure that we adapt our business for what will be a social distancing world, at least in the short term, or up until COVID-19 is, is a very bad memory? Yeah, exactly. You know, we we, we have to look at the positives and and what good we can do in situations like this. You you have to look forward. The the last weeks have actually been extremely busy. Um, You know, we as a a whole organisation have been looking at at ways that, as you say, we can operate in a social distancing world. So a lot of planning has been carried out using Microsoft Teams meetings, which we've adopted across the whole European business making uh, making communications exceptionally easy um it's been a real asset to us uh, to you know and has allowed us to communicate face to face internally obviously on a on a virtual basis um but you know going forward we see this as being a real asset as to how we can communicate with with all of our partners as the industry uh, reopens so along with the normal communication methods of of, of phones and email and, and other platforms such as Zoom, um, you know, everybody has been uh, supplied with and, and had access to equipment to allow them to communicate across multiple online channels. So we really can meet the needs of any of our partners um, to enable them to, to to get in touch with Maco. Yeah, and I think communication at this point in time, as always, is really important. And I think the world has very quickly adapted to virtual meetings, at least internally. And I think this will make the external meetings virtually, and as you say, I think they'll make it feel a little bit more natural than perhaps they would have done pre-COVID-19 for everyone. Now, from a marketing perspective, the rise in social media use has increased drastically from, from Maco's looking at our statistics 
our LinkedIn growth is shot up since this this pandemic and talking to other people within the industry and other people who run company Facebook pages, LinkedIn pages, Twitter pages, there's all been an increase. As I mentioned earlier, the amount of sharing of information and data from different areas of the industry, I think has fueled this and it's been so good. I think it's helped everyone being able to start opening up again in a way that is safe and protects their businesses because the industry has come together collectively as best it can. Now, we highlighted at the start of this podcast that Macau has been in the UK a while now and the changes within that time have been huge. Could you share you know, an insight into how as an organization we've had to adapt before up until this point? Yeah, sure. I, you know, as, as a global business, Maco has, has had to adapt its product portfolio extensively across the globe for, for a number of years, specifically relating, uh, you know, just to the UK, maybe, for example, um, with the main window system type being outward opening casement as compared to tilt and turn for the, for the remaining uh, European Maco markets. You know, this has meant that within our own factories, not only from a production perspective, but from a product management competency, design innovation competencies, we've had to adapt machinery, space, manufacturing capabilities in order to position ourselves as one of the leading manufacturers in the UK as well as Europe. So we continue to bring out new products. We continue to innovate the Maco portfolio. And adapting is always a constant for us, not just in the UK, but from a Maco group perspective as well. Yeah, and seeing, being fortunate enough personally to visit one of our manufacturing plants, it really is interesting to see how the factory floor operates to supply that global market. It has to adapt, and it has adapted, like you say, over over the course of the last 30-plus years to change to the different markets' needs and products. And that's certainly, I think, given us an insight into how a group We've adapted and we continue to adapt. Are there any examples for the UK business specifically that you think you're able to share with us? You know, it's been uh, it's been 20 years since we moved into our current facility, the uh, the Sydney-born headquarters, um, and we moved in from a, a much smaller uh, site previous to this um, over in Dartford. We've been continually adapting the business with the aims of ensuring that the building uh, is and, and provides a, a state-of-the-art facility, uh, including uh, our own indicative testing centre, product and service innovation hub, warehousing facilities. Um, you know, Focusing on these competencies has enabled us to better support our partners as the fenestration industry has grown and adapted itself over the last 20 years. Our warehouse of 20 years ago, even five years ago, has adapted using smarter technology and working practices. Similarly, our test center, which now offers a much more rounded testing experience that uh, includes security testing as well as air and water, all all new kit, all nice new modern pieces of of, of equipment. It provides a, a great customer development center. It's important that we as Maco continue to do this because our partners have a desire to adapt and grow as well. And doing what we can to support that 
is then obviously vital to everybody's growth. Yeah, certainly. And I think the importance of adapting for any business to meet the needs of partners is really important. And from a Mac perspective, even within my time, I've seen that and I continue to see that. I mean, that's why we're doing this podcast, especially now that adapting, continuing, wanting to change and grow is evident. And that, that wraps us up for today. Thank you to Kevin for joining me. Your time is appreciated, as is those who have taken the time to listen today. Mark, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, it's been great to uh, just delve into a, a topic like this and uh, and share some thoughts. I hope it was interesting and uh, and look forward to hearing the next one from you, which um, I believe is actually going to be with another member of the MACO team next time. That's right. And if there are any questions from anyone listening today, or you have any topics that you would like us to cover in a future podcast, please just get in touch with me on social media, Mark Enderby, or please email me at inquiries at macouk.net and I'll pick them all up from there. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon.